Good morning, everybody. What is up? It is Thursday, July 29th, and I am I'm amped. Let's go. I'm. It is a good morning. Um, I got my coffee here. Uh, I have a lot of tabs open, which means you know it's going to be an exciting show. Um, if you aren't already, please subscribe on YouTube uh, or join our Discord or follow on Twitter. You know, just just getting uh, making sure I can aggregate some of this community helps a lot. Um, I'm trying to build up a, uh, you know, just a bigger community that, so that we can start doing some really interesting things. Um, I am having conversations with some people about some very unique projects. I know I've talked about like a generative project that I want to do. Um, we're now thinking about doing a second generative project that will have a gamification utility uh, where there's two sides, one versus the other. Um, so just like cool combos happening. Uh, and then we have a lot of other things in the work still. But, um, you know, apologies if anybody's tried to reach out to me. Uh, I've been a little crazy this week um, with some unexpected uh, bumps in the road. But we are working through those, always grinding. Um, with that said, let's jump into today's show. Uh, Tropo Farmer st starting off uh, today's show with his comment on the fact that Stoner Cat's uh, we'll now be having a discard, Discord call, Discord call, sorry, uh, with the community. Um, they've actually invited Tropo Farmer to join in on that call. Tropo is uh, probably the most vocal right now on his displeasement around the Stoner Cat drop and how they've uh, uh, interacted with the community. Um, they are, in his quotes, uh, being nonsensical and uh, being nonsensical to the very people that they should be courting. Um, and their mods making some interesting comments, actually. Um, you know, they're going to have this community call. And then this one mod, uh, Grok, G-R-O-K, um, who is a mod, uh, said that we're talking with Ethereum MetaMask about this specifically. So there were concerns, and the mod gave this long kind of, you know, text-to-speech. And within that text-to-speech, he said, we're talking with Ethereum, MetaMask, about this specifically. So I'm not sure who Ethereum is. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, I know Tropo is up in the cabin with his family on, on a little trip um, to the country. So hopefully he can join in that. That might be a call worth listening to. Um, it will be uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific time, which is uh, today... Um, so make sure you, uh, get on that call. That'll be 2 PM Eastern, uh, jumping into other news. If you're watching this, there's a high chance that you are a shadowy crypto super coder. Um, Elizabeth Warren, uh, who is a non, who, who just doesn't like crypto. Um, she doesn't like crypto. She, uh, believes it's a threat to the U S financial, uh, system. Uh, was quoted uh, with her claiming and saying, uh, instead of leaving our financial system at the whims of giant banks, crypto puts the system at the whims of some shadowy, baseless group of super coders and miners, which doesn't sound better to me. Um, so sorry, Elizabeth, that is not exactly how this works, but um, I'm glad to take the title of shadowy crypto super coder uh i'll wear it with pride um so just another just showing you guys like sentiment uh within the government and what you know the general public has to listen to 
Um, you know, we're still early. Things are uh, certainly not, uh, we're not in a decentralized, you know, world yet. We're not in a, um, you know, crypto uh, world yet where it's, it's the norm and everybody understands it and uses it. Um, I do think we are moving towards that. I think everybody listening to this certainly would agree with that. Um, there are going to be some, you know, people who don't want to see that or don't believe in it. Uh, but it'll be a slow change over time. Um, other news for Oak, uh, bought a punk live on Deez's, uh, space last night. He bought it while in his hotel room in Paris, uh, simulation on comment by Ray. Um, yeah, it's crazy. This is, uh, it's cool to see Farouk on this come up, uh, cool to see him grab that punk live. Um, just a, a community event that I wanted to note for everybody. Um, you know, loving, loving seeing that other community event, um, Dinfo or at for NFT currently holding a summer of NFT meme competition. Um, it's a little vague there, but uh, he goes in to explain the details of submissions for memes. Uh, I know, uh, I believe Tony Herrera. Yes, Tony Herrera generously donating an Artblocks IO factory antennas uh, as a prize. Um, just a fun, cool thread, funny stuff in there. Uh, worth checking out for some people. Um, I will be having a return to Twitter spaces this week uh, after all the craziness. Um, and we will be going over photography specifically. Um, we might move this back, but the next two spaces I'm going to do are going to be AMA, open mic um, with a panel type uh, spaces. So if we do move the photography AMA back uh, to next Wednesday, um, either tomorrow or Saturday, uh, we will have an AMA helping with um, either like new investors or people who are trying to launch uh, a specific type of project or we'll figure something out. But um, I do want the next two spaces that I do to be AMA. So if that sounds cool, let me know. Um, or if you have a topic for an AMA that isn't photography or for you know, like newcomers, maybe we'll do one for marketing. That might be cool. Um, let me know. Um, speaking of marketing, I was able to record a show with Frenchie last night. Um, Frenchie is launching a company called Block Packs. Uh, he is a avid uh, sports card collector and uh, just one of those people that uh, I have nothing but good things to say about. Um, we'll be dropping that today, uh, so look out for that. Um, like I said, Block Packs is uh, real, real sports cards that are fractionalized on the Ethereum blockchain uh, and then are available for purchase. Um, he has gamified this quite a bit, so it is not just, hey, we take something physical, put it in a vault, fractionalize it, and sell it. Um, there is some gamification to this, so I do encourage everybody to go take a look um, at Block Packs. Um, Carson Daly, I love her, she's awesome. Uh, great announcement around 888 uh, with um, the Crypt Gallery. Uh, so if you're in LA, one of the greatest cities in the world, um, go check that out. Um, pulling this up here, it is the uh, Crypt Gallery, July 30th and 31st, um, Friday and Saturday. Uh, it starts at uh, 7 p.m. it looks like, um, but just giving a shout out to Carson. She's really passionate about the space, um, and I'm glad to see that this 888 uh, announcement was with her and with uh, the Crypt Gallery in L.A. So, um that is at the Dream Hotels, if you weren't aware. Uh, if you're in that area, go check it out. Um, so Romulus is 
one of those people that I stumbled across and she came into one of my spaces and, um, you know, it's, you never know when you're going to meet a big brain. It always happens and it catches you off guard. Um, Romulus, she, uh, was apparently on beanie space. Um, and she quoted, was quoted saying, uh, how she was essentially paying nothing for gas by, um, and I'll, I'll just quote Beanie's uh, tweet here. A big brain femme on my spaces yesterday talked about mining her own NFT transaction blocks, paying essentially nothing for gas and front running plebs on drops. Her follower account also doubled during her brief time on stage. Lots of alpha on my spaces. Got to do this more often. Uh, just putting that shill in there for Beanie. So, I mean, Romulus uh, and her, her Twitter is at punk6092. Um, it is an absolute big brain. Uh, I can confirm that. Um, I've messaged her a few times, uh, and and you know she's she's just a, a tier above most people. Um, so I encourage you to go give her a follow. Uh, most likely going to get nothing but alpha out of this. Um, so onwards from that, uh, Dgen Data, another good friend, um, showing this amazing animated, uh, you know art blocks curated over time uh, change. It's interesting to speed, see the speed at these um, projects swap ranks. Uh, as you can see, you know, what is, where's the attention at? Um, so you can see where, you know, Ringers takes off right there. And then we see Chromie Swiggles get that, that bump as attention goes. Um, and then, you know, the great thing about this video uh, is that you can really, really see, um, you know, at the beginning here, when when uh, when things start to to take off, um, and when that narrative goes from art blocks to must have art blocks, uh, so definitely go check that out um, and follow Dgen Data, another great resource for um, analytics and insights into the NFT market. Um, speaking of the NFT market, a person who is adding to the NFT market, um, and I am a fan of Pop Wonder. Uh, releasing a new mechanic for how he's doing his drops. Um, essentially, uh, if you want to pair these two, uh, you need to fill out the form in this thread uh, is what he says. So we haven't seen somebody do like a Google Docs type of drop for who he's going to uh, accept responses on. Um, you know, there are 15 editions of each of these pieces. Um, and I think the creativity around how you do drops is, is important. I've put in like there's three main pillars within a project or a drop that you need to do as an artist or, or a project and it's authenticity, um, creativity and community. I think if you can nail those three things with your drop, um, you know, you're, you're likely going to come out selling out and, and making your uh, community happy. Um, so I think Pop Wonder sticking to all three of those and uh, continuing forward. I'm excited to see how that goes. DC Investor hasn't been featured on the show in a while. Um, I came across, uh, he popped up in my thread and I just went read through all of his stuff. Um, this is relevant to what we talked about yesterday that he scrutinizes his NFT buys about 10 times more than your average participant. Things often sit for some time before I buy. Why? Because I so rarely sell what <laughs> that I put more due diligence into my upfront selection process. If I can't see myself holding it for 10 plus years, I won't buy it. Um, so like I said yesterday, if you're going to buy something, you need to do your research and have conviction in it. 
Um, and you also should not be listening to the what are we, you know, we minting today. No, it's not what are we minting today. Um, you know, make your own decision. Don't follow the herd. Um, and I do think that, as I said yesterday, you might take profit off the table. Um, but the amount of risk that you're taking off the table, sitting and waiting and watching and studying and understanding the market um, is far more, uh, far better of a strategy sometimes. You know, there's a strategy of buy everything and your winners will outweigh your losers. Um, I do think we're heading to a part of the market right now where that might not fully be true. Um, so, you know, for every 15 p profile photo projects that come out, maybe one or zero of those projects might, you know, be your, your 10 xer that um, covers all of your other bag losses. So certainly do your research there uh, and gas being another part of that. Like if, if it's not something you truly believe in, you're like, I'm going to hold this 10 years and there's not going to be a way to get this on secondary um, for under mint price. That's when I would go crazy gas. But again, uh, great tip by C DC investor. Also, another uh, thing mentioned by DC investor is that, uh, quote unquote, there is a trickle up effect from fractionalizing art as a uh, fractional art or NFTX and others make possible, allowing holders to obtain price exposure and partial ownership necessarily raises floor prices, especially if they wouldn't buy otherwise. It's not rocket science. Um, so yeah, it isn't rocket science uh, making these pieces more accessible and attainable. Uh, to the general public will essentially bring more money into them, thus increasing uh, the price and floors for those prices um, or for those pieces. So, you know, this is why fractionalizing some of these one of ones is going to be such a big deal. Like the market now has become liquid. And if you look at what I mentioned with Frenchie in those um, those playing cards, you can see how some of these that might not be attainable to your average consumer all of a sudden do. Um, and the fact that it's all liquid on the blockchain, it doesn't matter if a company goes belly up, like as long as the internet and Ethereum are still running, it'll, it'll work. Um, so just pay attention to fractional, uh, fractional, fractionalization, uh, because it's going to be one of the biggest parts of NFTs, uh, going forward here. Um, also, uh, NFT project wise, we have the, uh, Hearst. Uh, bridge ought to be opening up, uh, I believe, today. Um, if not today, it's tomorrow. Um, but uh, with that bridge opening up, you apparently either are going to get 37 die uh, deposited to you or available on your account. Um, but that bridge is going to apparently take uh, you entering some die in using either MetaMask or um, using a credit card to bridge over. Um, there's a lot of discussion around this project right now on the secondary. There's obviously the digital versus physical debate on which you should do. Um, there's also the, where do you, what do you do with this? Do you keep your piece, the NFT on Henny and you, you know, the secondary there is going to be where the, all the eyes are, or do you move it to OpenSea? Um, and if we use Nifty Gateway as an example here, Nifty Gateway does not have a secondary, aside from a few projects like we saw with, um, uh, that we've that we've seen, especially, I would say X copies, you know, one that I'm, I would say has a uh, market on OpenSea, but your average project that is on, um, that is on Nifty does not have a secondary market even existent on 
Um, like nothing's been transferred over. They're all just sitting on Nifty's contract still. Um, does not have anything on OpenSea. So this will be interesting because it's a bit more of a uh, on the podium type of project. Everybody knows about it and is looking at it. And, and you know, obviously the secondary is going to be hot. Um, but that is certainly something to also keep in mind as we move towards this bridging and movement um, period. Uh, so jumping over to the entire art uh, the NFT market here, um, you know, art block still being on top for uh, the number of volume currently at 7,000 Ethereum. Um, for this period, I am going over the last seven days. I just want to point that out, like the last seven days period, 7,000 ETH. Um, I'm just going to look through the entire market right now and uh, give kind of just my opinion. Um, the Vogu Collective uh, being up 83%. Uh, Volume-wise, over the last uh, 24 hours, um, you know, the Board Ape ecosystem currently down. I think that there was just a lot of uh, speculation running into those announcements. This is just another example of you know, buy the rumor and you know, sell towards as we get to the announcement. Um, but I do think they're going to come out, and, you know, smash some faces on this next one. Um, Our blocks playground, obviously. Uh, Secondary there has been getting heated up. Uh, kennel Club dropping almost to... We're getting closer and closer to a 1E floor on the Kennel Club project. Um, v Friends. V Friends uh, still where we were, like the mid-fours for the floor. Um, you know, volume definitely seems to be up there. We'll take a look at that in a second. We'll make a note. Like, volume is really up um, for V Friends. So it must have been a big purchase or somebody's getting... Uh, their wallet out. Um, as far as Hall of Fame Goat Lodge, it, it's just, you know, that project has not done anything except sit. Um, it's down around mint price, it looks like. Uh, Autoglyphs having some activity on the purchasing side, currently sitting at 150 ETH floor. Um, Crypto Beast having some volume, still floor at 0.24. Wiki craniums, uh, not a lot of activity in the last day, um, but we have seen that floor start to rise. Uh, World of Women sitting in a 0.06 floor, um, which is right around or just under mint price. Um, they haven't seen much activity. We'll see what happens here. This might follow the um, Fame uh, Fame Women project, uh, where we saw that kind of you know have that hype up and then just kind of pull back. Um, as attention went to other profile projects. Um, that's kind of what we've just seen. Like if, if there's that hype and FOMO in and people are just buying to buy um, because others are, it usually uh, does not sustain that value. Um, MeBits, volume just falling. Uh, nothing going on there. Um, bulls on the block, nothing really going on there. Uh, floor at 0.27. Actually, that floor is up a bit. Um, I have to be corrected. I think that floor is down like 0.1 at one point. So keep an eye on bulls on the block. That might be making a little bit of a comeback, but I'm not sure uh, how hard that is to um, move on the secondary. Pegs floor, you know, obviously there's no drop, but the pegs floor is notable at 14 ETH um, just a week ago. To this day, I think we could have picked one up for like 7 to 9 ETH. Um, so if you did that, you're up, you know, big, uh, I do have a friend that did pick up one for seven and he's happy. 
uh, of course. Punk's Comet currently uh, 0.83. Uh, volume is uh, up on that. I think as prices have fallen back, people are saying, okay, we're back to the 0.8 that we saw um, being a local bottom uh, before that last pump up. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be sitting on some announcements right now. Uh, I know how G-Funk and Beanie and that team are um and you know what that team is doing so they'll have an announcement that comes out there hopefully soon uh and that will you know bring the prices back i would love that um looking through the rest of the market here um gutter cats down to one eth uh volume down there i mean so if you if you're just asking me my opinion of the entire market right now looking through this video um or this this feed everything is is kind of like simmering down it doesn't feel like there's um the a single area where we're seeing these huge pumps i think we've seen a huge rise in a lot of these valuations um and now we're likely going to see uh some of this correction play out where um, people are looking for different new things uh, that are going to provide continuing value. Um, like even if we look at Ghost, which is a great project here, um, they're up 200% in the last 24 hours, but their floor is down. Um, so it's just this weird, and I, I believe they had a drop, so that's why the the floor might be down, but um, and the volume is up. But we're seeing that there's just this little bit of a pullback. I think things got hot for a week. Um, we're just going to have to keep an eye on this. Uh, it's not, we're certainly not in like full bull season where everything's blowing up and everybody wants to buy stuff. Um, I don't think we've onboarded at the same rate that we've onboarded new projects. So obviously we're just getting spread thinner and thinner and thinner. Um, liquidity, if you're trying to sell right now, uh, not on the floor is hard. Um, I'm looking at selling a few things and there just isn't, you know, what we would have had three weeks ago, a lot of this I would have listed, it would have been gone. And right now it is, you know, it's kind of crickets. Um, that's not to say NFTs are dead or in a bear market. It's just that I think that there is a, we had a huge run up and now things are kind of settling, figuring out, you know, where, where we go from here. Um, specifically looking at some projects now, uh, Forgotten Runes, Wizards Cult, uh, currently sitting at a 0.08 floor. We've seen this floor play around uh, the last two days. We've seen it, you know, go up to an average price of almost 0.2 on the sales. Um, but we have seen certainly some some people starting to get into this uh, at higher and higher prices. The floor was down at like 0.03, people just getting out. Um, but now we're seeing this rise back. Certainly looks like there uh, is a more diversified group of people jumping into this space. Um, real quick on stream or on the video, let's take a look um, and see the Wizards uh, breakdown for holders. So holders is only at 1,700 people and there's 10,000. Uh, so it's a normal 10,000 project, but there's only 1,700 holders. Um, this should give you an idea of allocation between, uh, you know, are there people of huge bags? Um, holders wise, if we look at our top uh, 50 holders, you know, it looks like a lot of people just went and bought 20 uh, of these. There must have been because um, even the top 100 uh, are, you know, far into the double digits. Um, so I'm not sure if this is just simply 
uh, you know, people bought bags and they're still sitting on them, but it does look like people are excited to be uh, building out many, many, many uh, characters or you know, a collection of multiple ones. Um, but this does kind of limit the number of people that can get into the project. Like if there's only 1700 people, you're not going to see that mass adoption that we see with like board API club. So, um, you know, if you guys don't do this, where you click on that contract, um, go to it, look at the transfers, look at the holders, look at, um, that scale, look what's happening. Um, you ought to, it's just a great way to kind of see the health of a project. Um, not saying that having low holders is bad, but there are pros and cons to everything. Um, board API club sitting under 60 floor. So we're seeing a pullback here. Uh, look at this chart. Like I said yesterday, we're going to see this rise up consolidation. We have another rise up. I'm expecting consolidation now. Um, you know, that consolidation is confirmed and I'm not sure that we'll see, uh, this come back until the next announcement or the next kind of hype of, Hey, something's coming. Um, seeing most of these sell in like the fives um, and then uh, five, six, seven ranges is, is where we're seeing most of everything. Um, and then if anything sells outside of that range, it's a more unique ape going for a premium. Um, Board Ape Kennel Club slowly dipping towards one. Uh, not really seeing anything crazy on the secondary here. Um, you know, stuff that would have gone for three to four ETH uh, a couple days ago. Now looks like it's just getting off in the one to two range. Um, although I will say we saw 25 ETH gold, uh, board Ape kennel club go about a day ago. That is notable there. Um, as far as purchasing goes, um, moving on to V friends, V friends still sitting at that four and a half ETH floor. Um, uh, we did see that the average price bumped as well as volume bumped yesterday. Uh, so average price up to almost 10 ETH. In volume at 11, uh, 111 ETH, up from the previous day's 27 ETH volume and 4 ETH uh, average. So, um, looks like we had a a bunch of you know core purchases here, um, and then it looks like a bunch of spectaculars getting purchased uh, about 15 hours ago, all within a short time. Um, I'm curious why that happened. You usually don't see a lot of these spec buys, um, but four people coming in here, all different uh, people buying uh, within you know an hour of each other um, for 18, 15, 19, and 17 on uh, the spectacular market. Um, and then the rest of these cores. So we see a lot of core volume and then four specs going in a row. Exciting for V friends. Glad to see that they're getting uh, the love uh, on that higher end market, uh, cool cats floor still dropping now heading to 0.5. We are seeing average price bump up over the last 24 hours to 0.83. Um, volume is just lower and lower. I don't know when we'll see this come back though. Like over the last, uh, you know, seven days, we'll just pull up the seven day chart. So it's a little easier to see here Over the last seven days, we've kind of hit this bottom. And if this is, um, you know, with lower volume and this primary, uh, primarily higher market likely here getting bought up. If this means that we're done with the, the consolidation period, um, that this would kind of suggest that we were in for cool cats, um, would mean that we're about to ramp up or people have their bags and, um, you know, it just takes one little spark to send this running higher again. Um, you know, looking through the secondary list here, 
nothing too crazy uh you know everything at the floor and then the normal prices for the the rare higher tier stuff so um keep an eye on cool cats it'll be interesting to see this project play out um i've gotten a few dms from people that want to trade for want to buy um for cats that i have which you know that's a bullish sign for me like there's a lot of other projects I have that I have stuff for sale and, you know, nobody's bidding on it. But with Cool Cats, I have constant bids, constant DMs. Uh, so use that as a signal if you want to. Floor price for Wicked Craniums, as mentioned earlier, almost to 0.4, sitting at 0.37 uh, over the last seven days. Um, well, it's actually easier. If we look at the like, last two weeks, uh, it's been pretty much up only, um, you know, a very a very strong uptrend here over the last two weeks um so we had a low here of average price of 0.22 and volume of 15 hour all the way to of average price almost 0.5 and a volume of 89 almost so um you know it just the conversations that Dees is having in his spaces uh, around these pro this project as well as kind of what we're expe they're expecting long term from it uh seem to be more and more bullish so this might be a project uh worth picking up just based on this trend um and, and seeing you know more people get into it uh you know more high profile people getting into it um you know i'd be interested to hear people's thoughts on this project so if you do have thoughts on this project are you an owner do you not own are you thinking why um i'm just curious why let me know uh i'm on the fence right now about buying a wicked cranium uh, i do like the project um me bits another example of why the market seems to be getting softer uh and just kind of spread we're seeing this decline um over the last uh you know couple days it just keeps getting softer and softer um you know we had a pig go in for eight over about a day ago um and then we did have uh that 25 eth sale as well and a 17 ETH sale that i think i highlighted yesterday other than that volume super down volume is super down um if we look at the last 30 days you can see that uh you know we had this huge spike up things got hot and then we just have been trailing off ever since then um and volume for me bits a project that has over the last um 30 days over the last 30 days the volume has been 5600 eth yesterday did only 15 or 17 ETH in volume. So if that gives you an idea of how much the MeBit market has pulled back in a sense of volume and attention, um, it's it's very dead. I And I don't I don't know exactly why. I'm not sure if it's because of the MeBits DAO stuff kind of being wrapped up with, you know, people wanting to get MeBits and, and whatnot. Um, but certainly the MeBits market is soft. Um, I've said that word far too many times and somebody's probably going to make fun of me, but you know, nobody's buying me bits and, uh, well, obviously there are some people, but there isn't that huge demand yet. When that demand comes back though, understand that this market has been picked through thoroughly. People have made their bags and things will move higher. Um, and I think it's worth noting where the liquidity will be on that pull up if you're trying to ride that train it's going to be on the floor um, floor and pigs certainly will be where that liquidity is um, so i wouldn't even say like elephants zombie or elephant skeletons or anything else are going to have that same liquidity as either just a, a floor 
or a, a pig. Those are like the two general categories that'll have demand going forward. Um, Punk's comic just falling back um, a little bit more. Uh, volume is down. I think with this project getting something in the news, we'll see the price come back. Nothing's changed. We still like it. I still like it. I still own a bunch. Um, I am going to sell a few of my lower edition comics um, and I'm going to just buy another um, higher serial number. And then I'm likely, if I sell one of those lower edition numbers, I'll buy back um, two comics with one of those sales and send one to my brother is the plan. Um, spread the love. Why not? Um, gutter cat gang down to a one E floor, uh, seeing this pullback, uh, you know, over the last couple of weeks, just in trend with what we've seen. Uh, you know, again, we had days where volume, uh, was like 500 ETH and now we're all the way down to, you know, almost five, ETH, like almost a 99% decrease in, uh, in volume. So, um, just do, do with this information as you will, like there's lower volume right now, um, across the entire market. Uh, Justin with Twin Flames, Twin Flames floor sitting at 30 ETH. Uh, they're about to cross the thousand um, Ethereum mark for volume traded. Uh, the floor currently having about four pieces exactly at that dead floor, um, but right around there, it seemed within like 10% of the floor, there's about nine pieces, I would say. Um, good looking ones. Certainly, this project is going to be kind of held as a grail piece for the photography community as well as the NFT community. Uh, he's such a good uh, benefactor to the entire NFT space. So uh, happy to see him still winning. Fame Lady Squad. Um, you know, the fame, the fame ladies are pulling back 0.07. Um, and I think this is another great example. If we look at over the last 90 days, they've done uh, 1400, almost 1500 ETH in volume. And then yesterday they did five. So, um, you know, attention is, is drifting here. And, you know, while I'm saying like, do with this information as you will, it's a great opportunity for you to say, Hey, attention has shifted, but you know, I see fame lady squad doing X, Y, and Z. And when they do that, attention will come back and a floor of 0.07 will turn into a floor of 0.4. That is how, if you if you can make that case for some of these projects, and I'm not saying it is Fame Lady Squad, it is going to do something like that, um, but there are projects sitting out there like potentially MeBits where the floor is going to come back significantly harder than when we hear an announcement just because attention is very, very spread thin right now. Um, so, you know, if you ask me, should I buy a floor MeBit? I'm thinking about buying one, do it. I think, I think long-term you'll be fine on it, or at least until the next announcement, um, because we don't know if they're going to make more me bits, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, Deadheads uh, discussed yesterday uh, with Frenchie, Frenchie saying that this was his last purchase. We talked about why, what the bull case is here. Um, seen another trend of this spike up in volume uh, when we, you know, we launched and then there's, you know, hype around it. Um, and then just a drift off uh, on average price and volume from there. Um, you know, I think, I think if you can find one of these that you like, uh, and want to throw in the, in the bag, uh, it's not, it's not a horrible purchase. I think it's cool. I like the animated series idea. Obviously Gary V endorsed it and, and is a fan as well. Um, so, you know, 
where we have a four that low um, and average prices are currently at 0.25, it might be worth risking, you know, halving ETH and saying, hey, I think this, you know, comes back and uh, I, I see potentially uh, profit in the future. So Deadhead's definitely been another project worth keeping an eye on. And for just for the love of the project, um, took a look at Mooncats this morning. And I think there's going to be some people that are like, why the hell is this guy looking at Mooncats? Um, you know, over the last 30 days, we did have this one spike in, in, uh, in a sales because of a, a large purchase. Um, but if we look at the last couple you know, weeks here, uh, not considering that, that pump there, or not pump, but that spike, um, you know, the market's been quiet, we're chilling, we're chilling. This is one of those projects that has historical significance from a, yes, Mooncats were one of the first projects. Um, you know, it might not be the first NFT, but it certainly is a historic and old one. Um, and it has significance for that reason, like it being a, a kind of start to the ecosystem that we're in now. So uh, just keep an eye on this, this project. Um, you know, there, there's a lot that could happen around it and there's a lot that uh, we, can, we could potentially be caught off guard by. Um, but it just shows like, I'm sure a lot of you are listening to this and saying, shit, I have not thought of Mooncats in a while or like since I got into the space. Um, because I can tell you from like the first three weeks I got into NFTs to today, um, between that time, I've probably allocated like four or five thoughts to Mooncats, um, besides just looking at it in my wallet. So definitely keep an eye out on projects like that. Try to go back into your wallet, see what you bought early on, what is still sitting there. Um, you know, you bought it for a reason. You thought it was cool. Is that going to come back? Um, and I think we saw that with the... Um, oh crap. What is that project called? The one that had like, you know, the, the whole, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, all the different, uh, pieces. Um, well, that's every project hunter. I don't know why you're, why you explained it like that. Um, there, I mean, there's going to be projects that are historic and old and are seeing people's wallets that are just getting forgotten about because attention and noise right now are so high. So, uh, that is a suggestion from me taking a quick look at the punks uh, market floor is sitting at just under 22 um, seeing a lot of action on the floor um, yeah the floor is getting picked picked apart like the last couple of days I've done this I said hey the floor looks decent floor is starting to look like floor punks now um, and I do think if you want to get something that's like good looking um, you're gonna be digging towards 30. Uh, most likely to uh, to get something that that has good aesthetics. Um, so yeah, punks punks game picked up and picked apart. Expecting that to continue. I think I've I've kind of suggested that all we'll see is a slowly increase, uh, just picking picking apart at the floor as we see that slowly rise. Um, of all punk sales over the last 24 hours, uh, the number of sales might be a little lower. Um, but we are seeing uh, that there's still demand. We saw a hoodie go for uh, 74 ETH. We saw a uh, Big Shades go for 30 ETH. We saw two VRs go back to back for 30 and 44 ETH. Um, and then we had a Purple Hair VR go for 59 ETH, uh, which is a great purchase. Very cool looking. I love it. Um, you know, I think the punks market is in a phase of, right looking at the last 24 hours, 
Um, I would say that volume is likely down here. Um, I have to look at DGen data after this. Uh, but I think I think across the entire market, we're seeing kind of this like breath. And where we go next is yet to be determined. Um, I think it's just kind of based on are people getting uh, like buyers exhaustion um, where there are buyers fatigue, where there's just so much happening and there's so many places to put money. Um, we're just seeing such a spread thin. I think that's kind of where we're at. If you want to ask me, like I could deploy a hundred ETH right now in so many different ways that I would be like, Oh crap, I don't have enough ETH after one day. Um, it's just, there's so many places to spend money. And I think people are going to start moving money around as they see what's strong and what isn't. And that is going to have significant effects on some of these projects that don't have a strong um, support system or strong demand or strong value adds to the community. Um, so to wrap up the show today, looking at the cryptocurrency market, um, cryptocurrency market currently sitting uh, about even uh, as a whole. Uh, the global market cap at $1.54 trillion. Um, you know, we're early. Uh, <laughs> Bitcoin at 40000 even about. Ethereum just over $2,300. Uh, the last 24 hours, Ethereum up 1.5%. Bitcoin up about 1%. Nothing crazy there. Still seeing that huge rise over the last week. Um, you know, Bitcoin up 25%. Ethereum up 16%. Um, and you know, it's, it just comes back to what do we think the next couple days look like? Um, Bitcoin's currently sitting in this like limbo zone where it has a lot of air. There's a lot of space up and there's a lot of space down. Uh, so it could, you know, it's just kind of, you gotta, you gotta play this by doing your research, understanding what's going to happen. Um, you know, understand, look at the charts where we stand. If you just look at the price and you're like, okay, that's a price. Look at the trend. Like what is happening? Um, and we'll pull up Ethereum real quick here. Ethereum over the last, uh, we'll just do the last year chart. You know, we had this spike up, we pull back and now we're in this downwards channel here. We're currently, we've broken out of this, this support here um, on the high going down, but we do have this weakness kind of gapping as we're trying to gap out of it, um, you know, this could be a, a fake bull run um, out. It, we could very easily see this drop down. And then the price point to focus from there is, and again, this is why it's important to look at these charts from time to time, is if we get start gapping down from here, the next support system that we'll have is at this 1784 that we've, we've proven like three times or twice here. Um, so, Keep an eye on that, like understanding like where where we are, what the price movements could be. Because if you were standing here, um, you know, a week ago, you were at a critical point. That is a critical decision point where if you gap down from 1780, you're going lower. Um, however, if you bounce there, you're going to have some breathing room. Like we know it's going to go uh, on that, that run up uh, just because of that demand. And most people are trading by looking like this. Um, the same thing with Bitcoin, looking at their chart. Uh, you know, not, not the quite same as, uh, Ethereum, uh, but we're in this kind of like, you know, hot air gap where, uh, you know, it could, if it moves up, we could be going high, uh, up into like the, the fifties. Um, but then if we start to move down, we got to start paying attention at this 30 K mark again. Um, you know, are we going to break through? Is that going to hold? And we're going to bounce again. 
Um, so just understand that. Uh, keep an eye on it. That's my suggestion. Um, with that said, that is today's show. If you haven't, please subscribe uh, to either the YouTube channel or the podcast. Um, I appreciate you guys watching and listening. It means a lot to me. Um, and I'm really trying to make this better and provide as much value as you get to you guys as possible. Um, with that said, thank you so much. I'll catch you guys tomorrow and enjoy the rest of your days.